40inbox.com here. So the Supreme Court blocks Biden's vaccine or test mandate for businesses. But here's the thing. There's like a side to this that you got to like wait to the very end of this to really understand because it's not the whole story. So the Supreme Court stopped the Biden administration Thursday from enforcing a requirement that employees at large businesses be vaccinated against COVID-19 or undergo weekly testing and wear a mask on the job. So in a concurrent decision, the high court allowed vaccine mandates on most healthcare workers to stand. And this is something to like really understand about this, right? So for the majority of people, they are no longer necessarily going to be dealing with vaccine mandates technically, but this gets into a really weird situation where there's so many hospitals that are so understaffed because they fired nurses and doctors that didn't want to get the stab because one, they might have already had COVID and for also potentially religious and other types of exemptions, right? that now they might not even be able to go back and all these hospitals are still understaffed, meaning if there's any like significant raise in like, you know, raising basically hospitalizations for any reason, you're now as a hospital, you're now in like a really weird situation where like you need more help you can't go to the people that you basically fired because now you got mandates. So now you're possibly going to have to pay premium for basically traveling nurses, traveling doctors, right? Which, by the way, for those people that might not know this, right? The reason why, like, traveling nurses or doctors that also travel can make so much more money is because the hospitals that they go to, the jobs that they go to, are willing to pay massive top dollar for their services, right? Because a lot of times hospitals can't really survive without having enough people actually taking care of the patients, right? Like they got to have a certain amount of people inside the hospital actually taking care of patients or else it's going to get really bad for them. So it's going to be uh, pretty interesting. The rulings which came during a spike of largely Omicron variant COVID-19 cases across the U.S. came down six days after the justices heard arguments in both cases. The first case dealt with the order from the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, which would have mandated that businesses with at least 100 employees require their staff be vaccinated or undergo weekly testing. Opponents to the rule argued the agency was overstepping its power. Scott Keller, who represented the National Federation of Independent Business, told the court that even if OSHA had issued just a masking mandate, the agency doesn't have the ability to set a nationwide COVID rule by emergency rule. The court's conservative majority concluded the Biden administration oversteps its authority 
by seeking to impose the OSHA rule, and more than 80 million people would have been affected. OSHA has never been before imposed such a mandate, nor has Congress. Indeed, although Congress has enacted significant legislation addressing the COVID-19 pandemic, it has declined to enact any measures similar to what OSHA has promulgated here, the conservatives wrote in an unsigned opinion. In dissent, the court's three liberals, Justices Stephen Breyer, Elena Kagan, and Sonia Sotomayor, argued that the court was overreaching by substituting its judgment for that of health experts. Acting outside of its competence and without legal basis, the court displaces the judgments of the government officials given the responsibility to respond to workplace health emergencies, Justices Stephen Breyer, Elena Kagan, and Sonia Sotomayor wrote in a joint dissent. So first introduced by President Biden last fall, the rule was highly criticized by Republican lawmakers, while the White House emphasized the importance of getting as many Americans vaccinated as possible. Solicitor General Elizabeth Perloger argued in favor of the rule last week, saying the vaccine requirements were the single most effective way of targeting transmission of the virus or serious illness from contracting it. So the Supreme Court blocked the mandate 6-3, and in a statement, President Biden said he was disappointed in the decision to block common-sense life-saving requirements for employees at large businesses that were grounded squarely in both science and the law. The court has ruled that my administration cannot use the authority granted to it by Congress to require this measure, but that does not stop me from using my voice as president to advocate for employers to do the right thing to protect Americans' health and economy. Biden added, I call on business leaders to immediately join those who have already stepped up, including one-third of Fortune 100 companies, and institute vaccination requirements to protect their workers, customers, and communities. Former President Donald Trump hailed the court's ruling, saying it confirmed what we all knew, Biden's disastrous mandates are unconstitutional. Biden promised to shut down the virus, not the economy, but he has failed miserably on both, and mandates would have further destroyed the economy, Trump added. We are proud of the Supreme Court for not backing down. No mandates. The second rule considered by the court dealt with a mandate issued by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services which required employees at hospitals, nursing homes, or other health care facilities that receive federal funding to be vaccinated with some medical or religious exemptions. So during the arguments, Justice Brett Kavanaugh noted that most hospitals and health care providers were in favor of the mandate, suggesting a missing element in the argument against it. In their final opinion, the court ruled that the mandate fits neatly within the language of the statute, with Justices Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, Neil Gorsh, and Amy Coney Barrett dissenting. Ensuring that providers take steps to avoid transmitting a dangerous virus to their patients is consistent with the fundamental principle of the medical profession. First, do no harm, the court wrote. It would be the very opposite of efficient and effective administration for a facility that is supposed to make people well to make them sick with COVID-19. The justice also pointed to the history of vaccine requirements in healthcare facilities such as ones for the measles, mumps, and rubella. So in this statement, Biden said the court's decision in that case will save lives, the lives of patients who seek care in medical facilities, 
as well as the lives of doctors, nurses, and others who work there. It will cover 10.4 million healthcare workers at 76,000 medical facilities. We will enforce it. And again, here's the thing. You're now putting hospitals in a situation that they are going to be severely understaffed. They are going to have to pay massive premiums for traveling nurses, traveling employees, basically, to basically cover up the losses of people that are no longer going to be working there at all because they are not willing to get a vaccine. And the problem that I see with this as well, the doctors, the nurses that work in these hospitals, when they're vaccinated, are still going to be able to spread COVID to their patients. So I don't really understand the reasoning behind it. Like they say that, you know, it's okay to vaccinate people because, vaccinate, you know, healthcare workers because of previous examples of, you know, there being vaccines, like mandating vaccines in terms of, you know, measles, etc. The only thing is the vaccines for those cases, those diseases, would actually stop it. Like, it would actually stop the spread of it. The problem that I see with this, like, it would be completely different if you were to give the vaccine and it would prevent spreading of any kind. I could see that where you would mandate something like that in a hospital specifically because then there's a clear example of like, I will do no harm to another person, right? With that whole statement. I can understand that. But when it can still be spread, that argument doesn't really make sense because you are still going to be able to spread it regardless, right? So it gets into like a really weird situation because it's like, okay, say you have doctors, nurses, right, that are vaccinated, they end up having COVID and they end up spreading this COVID to an unvaccinated patient or even a vaccinated patient. Well, that's not going to be a good thing, right? Now you're still doing harm to your patients regardless of the vaccine right? Because you're still spreading it. So it just gets into like a really weird situation. I think this is going to be really, really hard on the hospitals. And in fact, I think there's probably going to be a lot of hospitals that might actually even close down just because they will not be able to function in terms of like they would not actually be able to have enough people working there taking care of patients. And It's just going to be, honestly, I think overall, I think it's going to be really bad for a lot of hospitals because of this mandate. And really, to me, this mandate doesn't really make sense if they're still spreading it. It'd be completely different, like I said, if these nurses and doctors would not be able to spread it after they were getting vaccinated, but that's not the case. So I think there's still going to be probably cases where you have a doctor or a nurse ending up spreading COVID to their actual patients. And at that point, you're basically causing harm to your patients. So whichever way you look at it, it just doesn't really make sense.
for them to mandate it because again it would be completely different in a hospital setting if it actually prevented it from being spread but it doesn't so we'll see what happens I think it's going to just be a bad idea feel free to give your thoughts I like the fact that they are not going to be mandating this on businesses because it's going to be Honestly, there'd be so many businesses that are going to be like destroyed and closed down if they were to actually mandate it. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow it is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and is very straight to the point and if you want to learn how to make money online go down below as well and we'll see you in future episodes